Hello and welcome to Teacher Needs Drink Podcast. I'm Elvis, your host, and I'm here to let you know that this is a not-safe-for-work podcast. We are teachers at the end of the week and really the end of our ropes, and we'd like to be able to talk honestly and openly about education without having to worry about losing our jobs. So we'll be using pseudonyms throughout the podcast, hence the Elvis. I'd like to start by giving a shout-out to all of our Patreon patrons out there. That's right, we have a Patreon! For as little as $5 a month, you get access to over 100 different episodes that are in there. It is amazing. You should go check it out. But first, you also get your name read. So big thank you to William P., Justin M., Jessica C., Inga, Kaylee, Terry J., Tracy B., Miss Wonder, Stats, Quentin P., Echabex, Mistress Mischief, Natasha S., Smith, Anthropy, Princess Buttercup, Dragon Lady, Helena C., Aaron B., Stephanie X., Texas Teacher, Kristen, James, Nally J., Samantha D., Lisa C., Rachel, Jin, Jeannie, Exhausted Band Director, Kimberly K., Jessica A., Swift Lev Owners, Amanda F., Ariana L., Physics Runner, Steph, Michael M., Aldrich T., La Scorpionita, Britt M., Teresa A., H, Biker Teach, Christina B, Jason F, Abby B, Sarah B, Regina N, Josie S, Sam B, Mary E, Kristen W, Vanessa J, Mary C, RJR, Johanna H, Irma A, Nimi, and Sarah N. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We love all of you. All right, friends, I'd also like to pitch out our sponsor, Ludlam Dramatics. If you are a theater teacher or no one in your room, go to Ludlam Dramatics and get set up with some of the best educational theater resources in the land. All right, folks, this is episode 203. This was recorded at a teacher convention. There is a little bit of a hiss in the background. I apologize. We'll be back to our amazing, great sound when we get us, you know, next week. So bear with us. I love you guys. Cheers. Enjoy the episode. Teacher Needs a Drink podcast. I am Elvis, your host, and with me to my left, I'm joined by Miss Sassafras. Got it. I did. Mm-hmm. Thank you for being here. And then also we have Miss Bo Peep. Hello, hello. And then next to her, we have Auntie Pasta. Hey. Oh, wait, no, no, no. I dead named her. I'm so sorry. Her <laughs> name is Hollywood. So, Miss Hollywood, you even forgot your name there for a Hollywood second. Hollywood if she could. Hollywood <laughs> if she could. And last but not least, Big Mama D. Hey. <laughs> I got everyone's name. Me I'm proud of myself. That's quite she an accomplishment. Woohoo! High fives. All right, so we're going to start with one off the Reddits. This is by user PinkCat96, and it says, AP told us in meeting today that the reason students are skipping class is that our classes aren't rigorous enough. So here we go. At my school, we have a massive issue with students skipping class, especially after lunch. For example, my students have a C third lunch, and there are only 20 minutes left of class when they get back, so they skip to hang out with their friends in the lunchroom, bathroom, or wherever. I try to give quizzes, exit tits, exit tickets of some kind. Yeah, exit tits. I show them my boobie. Don't be doing it. Yeah. Now you go to jail for that. HR. Yeah. No, no. Straight to jail. Straight to jail. Back to this, back to this. Kids are skipping class even if she shows her tits. But today in a prep staff meeting, one of my coworkers mentioned that a lot of us were having problems with kids skipping, and they said they felt that we need to crack down on discipline. Mind you, our school has really strict rules that are almost impossible to implement. For example, most of us aren't willing to go through the hassle of taking 
60 kids' phones per day because it would become a power struggle. And honestly, some kids would try to beat the shit out of us if we did that, which was also brought up in the meeting. Our AP's rant to us is if our lessons were rigor enough, the students would want to come to class and engage and would want to be off their phones and paying attention to our lessons. We need to ask ourselves what we aren't doing that is causing students to not want to be in our classrooms learning instead of going to the bathroom and vaping, playing games on their phones, etc. Finally, that we need to build better relationships with our students because if our relations with them were better, they would want to be in class trying to get good grades. I get that admin is tired of dealing with this stuff and is especially tired of dealing with ninth graders who don't know how to act, but I felt like this comment was so out of touch with what we are dealing with, especially those of us who teach ninth grade and deal with these issues nonstop no matter what we do. I can't force a child to care, nor can these other teachers. The teacher who brought this up has been teaching for nearly 15 years, and I can guarantee that the problem he has with students skipping has nothing to do with his relationship with the students or the rigor of his classes. I love my job, but I don't agree with so many of the things we are told. Lol. I tag this as humor because, honestly, admin's statement was hilarious to me. Jeez. So, my question. When was the last fucking time that admin stepped foot into an actual classroom? Not during an observation when you bribe your kids to act right? Yeah. I actually don't have that. My principals come in all the time in my classrooms. Really? Yes. How well behaved are your kids? Well, the other week, I had an admin standing in the back of my classroom for the first five minutes of class, and this class would, I told them five times, go get your journals and sit down, and Mm -hmm. what are they doing? They're at their backpacks talking to their friends. I've, you know, I've done our call and response to no avail. They were just straight up ignoring me when Mm -hmm. the principal was literally staring at them in the back of my classroom, just (laughs) doing an observation of two students' behavior in the class. I was just like, oh my... See, I'm the opposite. My admin has come to my room two times since I've been a teacher, and this is my second year, both for observations. So I, I noticed, like, they said that this was during an advisory period, right? So this is like... No, it's during their class, but class. it's split for their lunch break yeah. or whatever. Okay. So they leave for lunch, so, like, they come back for 20 more At minutes. our school, yeah. we, we send out MIAs, which are a little, like, missing in action is a little bit extreme. Like, because, like, we know where they are, yeah. but it's just our way of documenting. And then, you know, the principals look through those emails, and when they can get to that kid, they get to that kid, and enough of them get sent out and they are sent to, you know, in school suspension. I mean, we document that because we... Yeah, like, I cannot make you come to class, nor do I care. Like, if you're skipping my class, I probably don't want you there anyway. Yeah. But, like, I want to know that you're safe. Um, Mm -hmm. But other than that, I mean, I really don't care. You're going to get in trouble. But that's how we handle it. I don't know if... But, like, like, is that normal? Like, 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 because their question isn't, like, uh, how do we handle, handle the situa- situations if that the admin has no faith in the only people that are on the front lines actually dealing with this situation too like they're again going back to just like blaming uh, whatever the teacher does versus like kids just um, being kids and right. I mean like exactly like Miss Sassafras said too like I wonder in the last time like because y'all were talking about micromanagement but it's like is it almost worse that maybe this admin I'm making an assumption doesn't micromanage at all and just yeah. assumes everyone's doing a shitty job? You know, like they like they, or they're, they're just aloof. They're that, aloof. They just and then yeah. now oh wait maybe somebody will notice that I'm aloof and so now I'm gonna 
put the I'm going to point the finger at somebody else so that there's not attention on me not doing what I'm supposed to do. And it's easier to point it at the teachers and not the children because we're in charge. It's our responsibility. But then when you start doing that stuff, that's when you lose teacher retention and then they're going to have an even bigger problem. Oh, yeah. But think of that and then them having the gall to say no. It's because you're just not trying hard enough. Yeah, your lessons are If you were just doing better, Mm -hmm. this wouldn't be a problem. It's like, fuck you. If you <laughs> if you want us to have rigorous lessons, then don't require us to take up phones. Because if I had to take up the phone of every child who pulled it out during my class while I'm teaching, I wouldn't get through five minutes of a lesson. Oh, this might be because I'm middle school, but I've taken up three phones this year already. Really? I do not allow phones in my classroom. I just yeah. they, call them There out. is a space to be. If they are in my little pouches on the side, they go off. I don't care. I feel- turn the fucking thing off. But if you're literally texting at your backpack mm-hmm. when you're not supposed to, because mm-hmm. our, our school is very strict on the no phone policy. Uh, it's just like, give me your phone. They had enough parents complain at my son's school long before I got there or anything. I But they... Uh, let the kids have phones in class because sometimes parents need to get a hold of their children. Mm-hmm. And I think yeah. with shootings and stuff, they said, no, we want our kids to have yeah. their phones on them no matter yeah. what. You can't take it away and from I them. And I get that. I get that. Rigorous is just such a buzzword right now. I mm-hmm. feel like it's getting, I mean, I don't think it's new that it's a buzzword, but like, I feel like, I mean, I have, I've only been teaching for five that years, is, but I have heard rigorous mm-hmm. so much in the last year compared that to the is other so, That's such a good point. Like, what do you mean actually? Like, could you actually know what be, rigorous mean? Like, you be more specific like, what do you specifically think we should be doing differently rather than, yeah, just um, just saying, like, well, it's your fault. It's and your if fault. the child is skipping, the, I mean, they're not there anyway. Like, not saying that the lesson shouldn't be rigorous, but who's who knows also, if the principal's not coming in to do observations and the kid's not there to learn the damn lesson, who's to say if it's rigorous or not? What about what's the kid going through? You know, like, I, I get, I understand, you know, knowing where the child is at all times, you know, we are responsible of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it, it, I, I don't know, I think that there has to be a line that, like, they're also, you have to think of where, what, how are they doing? How are the kids? Are they okay? Like, maybe they're working and they're getting asleep and after eating some, you know, good old cafeteria food with all those carbs that make you tired. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe they just want to go go in the bathroom and they just need a second. Like, I, I know at my school, if, like, principals usually, if they see you, they'll just take you to their office. They talk to you for a few minutes, it seems like, and then you're you're back out, and that's kind of, like, your discipline. Unless it's different. I'm also kind of, like, nobody said that you had to split lunch. Yeah. Like, split your class around lunch. Like That if this seems is not horrible working, to me, because... If this is I not having a split class around really? lunch. Yeah, I have a split class around Damn. lunch. What's the other half? The power to so, it's... 25 minutes, 25 minutes, 25 minutes. I would have so, a hard time coming back to a lesson and keeping my motivation yeah, yeah, going it, or my energy. I feel like if I had hard. a break, it just... Thankfully, that's a class where it's very, like, project-based. So it's, like, my just get instruction back to work. is, like, the yeah. first five minutes. But I struggle because, like, where my classroom is compared to, like, some of my other areas that, I'm, that I work in, we can't do it with our split lunch like I have to call our principals and be like hey can I can my kids go to a different lunch day because we need to do xyz across fucking campus yeah and if they say oh no because a and c lunch are super full because we give core classes those lunches because you can't split core classes god forbid 
which truly these but kids you're need it anyway. Left up on it. Yeah. So like, we, <laughs> like so it's a split class, and like lately there's been a shit ton of fucking drama with my kids to the point where they come back from lunch and that second half is fucking pointless because they're that fucking bitch looked at me the wrong way at lunch today and I don't want to hit her. And I'm like Jesus <laughs> fucking Christ. Couch in the corner. Go scream into a pillow. <laughs> <laughs> in the corner. Oh. I don't know. We clearly have feelings. About yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, we I hear mean, you. We feel for you. Yeah, that is not really it's not your responsibility. Uh, yeah, and I don't. A worry. lot of things are her. You know, our responsibility. Right. Like, that is yeah. not some like. And there's only so much we can do. Like we are one person to how many people are in your class. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and if you are focusing on those kids and you're trying to build that rigorous lesson, you're gonna do it for the kids in the class because if you're honest, depending on what level that is, if it's secondary. Half the time, kids are fucking absent in the afternoon anyways for extracurriculars. Oh, Sports yeah. get pulled out. You don't stop giving a rigorous lesson just because people aren't there. Right. You got to keep going. And mm-hmm. if the kid wants to skip, then if you're going to be stupid, you better be tough. There you, you go. Those are, that's a great word. I like that. I you got to be stupid with your kids. you got to be tough. I was, told, I was advised Common to sense it. is not a flower that grows in everyone's, everybody's garden. garden. <laughs> <laughs> and God bless them. <laughs> All right. Bless you. But you were going to say something. But oh. It's it's a little more of a rabbit hole, too, but just getting back into, like, the class being written. And I'm glad you mentioned students not being present in class, too, because whenever I, like, give my, like, harder lessons for really important concepts and people aren't there, it's always like, ugh. I mean, you can't control that, too. You just try to catch up as much as you can, too. But it's like you're asking for rigorous courses, and... It's not a bad goal, but I imagine y'all's schools are like mine, in which they're really proud if they have a high graduation rate. Mm-hmm. But you have a high graduation rate at what cost exactly, too? So it's like, yeah, you want us to give rigorous, engaging lessons, but like they, at the same time, it's, it's like, but if we have a certain amount of failure, like, again, rabbit hole, but um, there's a popular TikTok going around, yeah, about how, um, as from a seventh grade English teacher that says, like, the majority of his seventh graders are reading at a fourth grade level, mm-hmm. and it just, I mean, and there's a lot of ideas as to, like, why that's happening, and of mm-hmm. course, too, maybe there's, I don't know, but there could also be a tiny bit of, like, like, you know, back in my day, I wasn't as stupid as kids are, because kids are just kids, you know, that are learning, but, um, so it's, it's complicated, but, you know, if if the the teachers' lessons were too rigorous and students were failing too, that's sure, certainly also something this admin would be complaining about. I think. I feel that's like the argument they use is kind of like the very last ditch thing. Like they have no nothing constructive to say yeah. or add. Just like, well, maybe if you just tried harder. Yeah. yeah. And it's like you know. That's what it is. You, ultimately, like, they're not saying anything. It. Exactly. Children. It's almost like they're just like, well, well, fuck you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What, what do okay. I say back to you? I'm sorry. Yeah, they're just like, like, keep their head down and just like, just fix it, just fix it. Okay, you know, I don't want to deal with it anymore. I don't want to do my job. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Passing the buck. Um, so I like looked up the definition of rigor. We <laughs> um, because I'm a teacher and uh, like anyway. Sorry. So it says the quality of being extremely thorough exhaustive or accurate severity or strictness demanding difficult or extreme conditions so if you would like us to maintain that caliber 
Um, why would you interrupt that? Exactly. Like, change the damn schedule. <laughs> also, yeah. that seems to be if you want us to keep that, where's the support from admin? Because exactly. we get the kids skipping, we catch them skipping, we send them down to your office. Mm. Half the time they just come on back and send them back with a token on lollipop. Or they don't even get seen Lock by the principal and... because the principal is dealing with the all the other crap, like with the new vaping law. Kids get caught with vape automatically. Alternative school. Really? Yeah, yes. it got released this year. That is insanely over the top. Speaking of rigorous. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like I so haven't heard course, of that at all. Yeah, I'm surprised you haven't. I deal with private schools, so I don't really. I, but I'm surprised that hasn't even gotten on my radar. Yeah, no, it was a big deal. We had a big like our school district had a big sit down with all the teachers. Well, I think service. ours is if and there's THC. Well, then our, it is no, automatic. it's automatic. Yeah, well, that was already, but now oh, with the okay. new, I don't know the exact terminology of it because I kind of was just like okay whatever just another bill <laughs> yes another just another thing bill. for you to add for mm-hmm. us to keep and our principal looked at us and said the way we're going to keep kids from doing this is by keeping them in class mm. I will say you know like people who I'm sorry I heard the kids time. doing it in class and blowing it exactly. their hoodie and, 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 and they, yeah. they brought that up too but well, someone was like, well, what about sending them to the bathroom? And once you're like, well, just don't send them. They have five minutes in between classes. Yeah. Oh, and I'm so like, that's like, when fights happen in the bathroom. I have yes. kids that come to me and they're like, I don't want to go to the bathroom right now because someone is literally vaping in and there. And that's not enough time and for, I'm like, for everybody to go to the bathroom. Also, my school yeah. encouraged them to not go to the bathroom at that time so that they get to class. See, so. ours encourages them, but we are very spread out. It's like we have an OG building and we have a bunch of like added on yeah. that it takes them over five minutes to get to and from, especially mm. if the doors, because mm. our door system gets fucked up on the daily. And so sometimes they'll be standing outside a locked door and can't get through because the doors won't unlock. Uh, our school locks the bathrooms all the time. <laughs> uh, so like, too. y'all left, you know, uh, monster cans or you, I don't know, like uh, let smeared shit on the wall, whatever. Oh. And, and they will literally like, I, and I don't even know how this is legal, but they will lock certain restrooms and like kind of detour and redirect the kids but then you're sending them further away from my class so that they can go to the bathroom like it's just ridiculous but I also heard something else like that the kids like if they're vaping or whatever which I would assume is the main reason that they're going to the bathroom especially right after yeah. lunch because that's like if you have an addiction to smoking or like whatever vaping yeah. typically like right in the morning right after you eat in the afternoon like I don't know there's just certain like common times and so yeah. I don't know Our they, they will walk the bathrooms at lunch but then it's like that's kind of the best time to go <laughs> like, ours haven't locked the bathroom but yeah. they walk them they told us that but there are still kids wandering the hallway all the so, goddamn time so I'll tell you now for my classroom the bathrooms are all the way on the other side of the school for me me too that's the, the closest mm-hmm. one is up the hallway, and then you know it's about like a two little minute trek down the hallway until you get to the actual bathroom. And I got kids who always come in late after lunch, and most of the time now I just roll my eyes because it's not worth the hassle, it's and not nothing's worth gonna battle. change. Like, your battles. Pick your battles, absolutely. yeah. And at least like at least they came back, and right? if I berate them, yeah. that they won't, yeah, at all. That is like the number. Yeah, I don't know. All right, let's do our Patreon thing, and we'll do a Would You Rather, and then we'll go. You want to sit on a cushion, not on the floor? Do you want more drink? Ms. Bo Peep, do you need to make a blend? I'm all good. Anyone else? I might. I might, you know. Do it. I made one just enough. It works. All right. 
Hey, Miss Bo Peep, guess what? What? We have a Patreon. No way. Yes, we do. Oh, no. For as little as five dollars a month, you get access to over one hundred exclusive episodes on our Patreon, and you can also listen through Spotify if you sign up. It is amazing. We have a Facebook group. There's all kinds of stuff, so you should sign up and do it now. All right, so here we go. For our Would You Rather today, my friends, this one's more of a just question than a Would You Rather, so bear with me. There's a, a little bit to it. So you meet the perfect person. Romantically, this person is ideal. You find them physically attractive, intellectually stimulating, consistently funny, and deeply compassionate. However, they have one quirk. This individual is obsessed with Jim Henson's gothic puppet fantasy, The Dark Crystal. Beyond watching it on DVD at least once a month, he or she peppers casual conversation with Dark Crystal references, uses Dark Crystal analogies to explain everyday events, and occasionally likes to talk intensely about the film's deep philosophy. Would this be enough to stop you from marrying this individual? I would be more attracted to this person. <laughs> <laughs> trying to show my boyfriend the Dark Crystal Netflix series early in our relationship and I could I, I, I had to stop halfway through and I was just like never mind and it's been my dirty secret ever since so he came to me and was like actually I love puppets I mean, sploosh. <laughs> sploosh. And all of a sudden, she's just pregnant. It just happened yeah. right there. Yes, it's like cutscene. Yeah. yeah, it just happened. Nine months later. Okay, I will admit I had to look up who Jim Henson was. Oh, you are the worst. Sorry, I am. And the you're worst. a baby. How old are you? Twenty-eight. All right, Hollywood's. Uh, Hollywood's twenty-eight. That's old um, enough to know better. Damn it. I know it is. But I think my answer, not knowing who Jim Henson is, other than my five-second Wikipedia reaches now, um, I think I would say, you know what? Thanks for sharing something that you are so passionate about with me. And, like, I would find them more attractive and, like, endearing. I, I, sure, I don't know. At some point, I might get annoyed. How often does it happen? Big Mama D's. Uh, okay, it, it wouldn't be a deal-breaker for me either. Uh -huh. Like, straight up, like, cool, you got something passionate about, like, yeah. I mean, as long as, like, there's other conversation with her, yeah, maybe they go, what do you think? Bring Come on, Alex. I've got oh, some, but the yeah, sassafras, did you answer? No, I haven't, because um, I really don't get the reference. <laughs> you don't know the tale of the sexies and the girlfriends? I, I was hoping I'd get a pass because I'm the baby to... I was hoping I'd get a pass because I'm the baby Also, I've been concussed a lot, so... <laughs> Keep throwing that around. It's and also just we get it. It's a personality trait. I need to wear a helmet. Yeah, we get it. I probably it. should. <laughs> Side note. Um, <laughs> if, depending on the context, so like if this person is truly passionate about something and they keep it in like appropriate context, like they're not like you did. They don't you just found out someone very close to you died mm -hmm. tragically. And they drop Jim Henson. Yes, Henson. that but, would be like, but, 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 but like the world isn't ending. But you'll be okay one day. <laughs> That'd be like maybe. But if it's like just with like it's their quirk, like my concussion jokes are a quirk. Yeah, yeah. let's call it that. How attractive does this person need to be? Before, that's not tolerable. Because I, I heard a thing on NPR. I think it was on Radiolab, or maybe it was This also, American Life, or one of those. A end for stupider reasons. So, like, you could marry them and then be like, mm, this is too much. 
You should figure it out before you marry him. That's a big That's tip. That's true. But not everyone does that. We all know that person. But if it's something as big as this dark crystal, because what I was about to say was there is this guy who was a very normal, attractive guy, very successful, had a good career. But during pandemic, he ended up taking in rats. As it yeah. started with, he lived oh. in New York, he found a rat. And he tried to get it to a shelter because it was injured. And apparently they don't have shelters for rats, but they had a number of someone who can house rats. And so he called the person who could house rats, but their rat house is full at the moment. And so he could just keep it on his own or, you know, just throw it out in the garbage or something. And so he kept this rat and it was pandemic and lockdown. So he grew attached to the rat. And then in his research, he found that rats are social creatures and that they really need someone else. And so he talked and to someone else who had rats and got a second rat. Well, it's fast forward like six months. This guy has like hamster habitats all around his house, like the tubes and tunnels with just rats in these tubes. I, I didn't ask. And he realized once he started dating, once locked down, he's like, oh, wait, this, this might be a deal breaker for someone. Like, hey, my house, there's a lot of rats. So how attractive does this guy need to be before you know, like, okay, I can roll with it? Because he said some people are not into it, but more don't care than he thinks. Like, I think he said, like, one-third is not into it. Yeah, the hypothetical guy just likes a movie. I loved it as a kid, very passionate Jim Henson. I feel the pacing is kind of slow, and I can't, so originally, you probably know this because you're a geek, they recorded it in all a foreign made-up language that they had invented for each creature, and there was no, with subtitles, and there was no English, so they had to go back and dub in English, people like, yeah, this is really long, and we, no kids aren't going to like this. I, well, that makes sense, though, because there's not a ton of talking in it, you know? But the thing is, is that it's all vibes, mm-hmm. you know? It's 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 a vibe, and it's a world that would, you know, like when they say those worlds, like, um, okay, but you, have you watched the Netflix prequel series? I, I couldn't get into it. I didn't try very hard. Okay, though. but especially, like, that is a world I would want to live in. And they canceled it. Well, they must have. No, they did, and yeah. it was expensive. Oh! Uh, but they made a whole documentary of how they proud do. they were of the artistry. Oh. But that okay. I don't know. I think if it becomes like an addiction and it becomes like intrusive and like harmful. What if instead of like somewhat socially acceptable Jim Henson, he was like a Star Wars nut? Like really okay. hardcore. Actually, deal breaker. I actually been. My ex was. Oh, okay. So you said deal breaker. Oh, yeah. My ex was obsessed with Star Wars, and oh, I that. yeah, yeah, obsessed, obsessed. And I actually got oh, pretty into Star you got into Wars. It. Yeah, yeah, I did. I did, it. especially the Clone Wars series. But here's the thing: was where he kind of drew the line was he literally pictured our friends dressed as stormtroopers. And then, like, then they would. I mean, I'm misremembering this because he, they were, would also be holding lightsabers, and we would be going under this as we walked down the aisle. Oh. He, this is something he actually wanted. I think they're like Instagram people who've done this. Yeah. Yeah. So that was, and it did get to the point where I was like, well, 
I guess I have to accept. Because I, I think our compromise was one stormtrooper. That was our compromise. Um, and it didn't look work out. And I'm not saying. And I think it. Oh, wow. But I don't think it was because of the Star Wars though. Like, no. It was not. Oh, right. one but like stormtroopers and rats are like one potato chips. You can't just have one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but you said it was. Miss Sassabra said it was a deal breaker. Yeah. So, <laughs> I don't know. I like when the plague becomes involved with the rats. Like <laughs> no puppet plague. I don't. I don't know. Some people just take stuff like that too far. Like the wedding thing. I'm sorry. I would look at them and say, here you go. Yeah. Oh. Like, on second thought. So how attractive would they have to be for you to ignore that? Impossibly attractive. And in this Like there's no like movie universe, star, like celebrity no. equivalent. You I'm could really say, okay, I, they are. I put my attractive. mental sanity at risk. Every fucking day with high schoolers, I don't need it at home, too. <laughs> I need my home to be a safe space. I need to be a safe space. Safe space. There is nothing wrong with that. All right. Well, folks, thanks for listening to another episode of Teacher Needs a Drink podcast. I'd like to thank my host who are here, Miss Sassafras. Thank you for being here. Glad you had me. And Miss Bo Peep, you're back. Yeah. That was lots of fun. And anti pop. Oh, wait, no, Hollywood. Hollywood, do it again. Hollywood, do it again. There you go. In every iteration, anti pasta and Hollywood. And also, Miss Balms called you Miss Bo Peep. We already had that. <laughs> Big Mama D. Big Mama D. Big Mama D needs a number. Big Mama D? Like a... Like D4. You need like a... Bingo. Sorry. All right, friends. Well, thanks for listening to another episode. Uh, Remember to take care of your mental health. And counseling is usually available under teaching insurance. All right, my friends. Deep breaths, deep drinks. Cheers. Woohoo! All right, friends, thanks for listening to another episode of Teacher Needs a Drink podcast. If you can, sign up for our Patreon for as little as $5 a month to get access to over 100 exclusive pieces of audio content. Yay! And also, um, check out our sponsor, Ludlam Dramatics. They're amazing. All right, folks, hope everyone's having a great year. Off to a good start. Thanksgiving is just around the corner. This is Halloween, so we're doing it. We're making it. Just keep on keeping on. All right, folks. Love you. Cheers.